Today's podcast contains adult themes, strong language, and vague references to marketing. All the things we love. Enjoy. <laughs> Welcome back to the most ridiculous marketing podcast with your host, James Sackey. That is me, Farrah Soshi Powerful, with my hosts, Hayden, Uncle Albert Miller, and Daniel. Boom, boom, boom town, Humphreys. Guys, how are you? How you doing? Yeah, really good, actually. Thanks, mate. Not well. Is this going to be the most snottiest, coffeeest, <laughs> ridiculous marketing podcast ever? Yeah, it's that time of year, isn't it? Everyone's got the uh, the lurgy. Yeah, I was. I had that last week. Still going through it. But how was how was the podcast last week, guys? I I wasn't here. Uh, yeah, you were. Yeah, <laughs> uh, pretty <laughs> sure you were. You were introduced as you. Well, it was the week before. No, it was last week, mate. I wasn't here last week. Oh, you had it with Ross. Talking about me, Lloyd. Lloyd was here last yeah, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he introduced before, himself as James. I thought you were making a joke. I was oh, like, oh, no, I just, I just got straight <laughs> over my head. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. It's the quick news of the week. <laughs> the quick news of the week. So, guys, this week, Storm, Sierra, Kiara, Shakira, well, Shakira has taken over the UK. <laughs> Those winds don't lie. <laughs> Those winds don't lie. How do they come up with these names? I don't know. I think people spot them, don't they? Is it like, just like I'm waiting for Storm Greg? Is that what you call your storm? Or Dave? Why wouldn't it be called Storm Dan? Is, don't you name it after the people that identify the storm? I don't know how that works. Storm I, Boomtown. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. Broomtown. <laughs> broomtown. <laughs> broom, 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 broom. Have you seen, have you seen any it, videos of the storm? Yeah, I saw um, people were collecting trampolines. Yeah. So they wake up in the morning and there's like three trampolines in their garden, <laughs> but they lost their dog and two, pi- two panels on their the fence. The best one I've seen is this guy goes out to save his marquee. And it's like next to his fence, right? So he goes up and as the wind starts blowing, he tries to like grab it. The marquee flips over and he launches into his next door neighbour's garden. Oh, God. Literally sends him fucking flying. The, the, the one I saw that was quite funny was, um, so in Blackpool, you know Blackpool Pier or whatever it is, mm. it's got like the big waves coming in. And it just shows like the street. There's no one on the street and there's just tons of wa- wind and water going everywhere. And then suddenly <laughs> this woman with a pram goes flying. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then goes down goes the yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a kid who comes out of the pram also flying. Just goes oh, launched the, the whole way down the street. I saw that on like some sort of Australian like Facebook watch show. They've started yeah. doing that now. But it's been windy and it's been yeah. cold and we're all a bit ill. Yeah, mm. all a bit ill. Mm. 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 Indeed. <clears throat> what else is on the news this week? <laughs> I really like this man. It's, it's such good, a great addition. Can you uh, guess what the, the next one is? Well, this this went viral on TikTok. Hashtag Snapchat, broom, broom challenge. Instagram this week. The the broom challenge. Rumours went round that NASA was saying that the, <laughs> the, the girths the, the girths <laughs> the, earth, the gravitational force was at the peak time for brooms to be balanced just on there. Yeah, a the lot corn. of people who don't understand science out there. Yeah, so I think that was wasn't it NASA that yeah. was, you say was giving well, it, it was, away. It was a prank. NASA he, yeah. it was a hoax. Should yeah. we give I it a go? Even, I didn't even hear of it but until you wanna, this morning. Do you want to give it a go, Dan? Like, is that so a, this this was this was the concept. That you know where that's going to fall, don't gravitational you? Gravitational balance straight on. Oh, try I it mean, on the floor. Try it on the floor. Yeah. For the visually the impaired floor. who are only watching this, listening to this on Spotify, Dan is now trying to balance a broom. <laughs> Oh, look at that. Hey! It's <laughs> almost, almost yeah. completed it, but yeah, all these challenges. <laughs> almost completed Challenge it. Uh, debunked. Yeah, <laughs> we can't balance it, but yeah, we're people, like busters on this people show, seem then. to get involved with these challenges and, and think they're real, so. Yeah. Do you think they're mm. real? Do you think people do it just for fun? Oh, I don't it's know. It's got to be a It was like the bottle cap challenge, right? Where you had like uh, Jason Streff, Streffham or whatever his Statham. name is. Statham. Statham, that's one. Streatham. Streatham. <laughs> 
Stratton. Right, Jason Stratton. Named Badass. after the southwest London <laughs> <laughs> borough. But kicking yeah. off that bottle cap. Everyone was like, oh yeah, no, he spun it off. It was just like a loosely placed cap on a bottle and everyone's kicking it I think it's like, about the precision off. though, isn't it? It's still that one, impressive. To yeah, say, like to be able to do a full roundhouse kick and then just use the tip of your toes just to clip the bottle. Best, oh, the, one, best one I saw was uh, like a Nissan Skyline doing a drift and it's spoiler touching a... Uh, uh, like a champagne Dom Perignon oh, yeah, bottle. Pop the bottle. Yeah. Pop the bottle. Yeah, that's like, cool. that was, that pretty cool. The best one I saw was uh, Dapper Laughs. <laughs> did, you, did you see what Dapper Laughs did? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking bastard. Yeah. So obviously at the start of the video, you face backwards and you <laughs> you turn to the roundhouse kick. <laughs> he had these fake bollocks in. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that when they popped out the bottom of his shorts. He, he turns around the bottom of the shorts and he whacks the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dapper Laughs. Big Frank. <laughs> Kid Frankie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's so funny. Anyway, <laughs> Valentine's Day is the final to pick on the quick news bit. So you feeling doing? romantic? Oh, well, I was more going to ask you this, Dan, because you're the you're oh, the serial Jesus. data in the room, so I want to see what's going on for you. Yeah, you're a bit of a lone Day. wolf, aren't you, mate? Not really sure what to say about that. <laughs> He's like, it's on YouTube. What do I do? <laughs> you got any plans? Uh, I'm taking uh, my friend Beth, uh, who um, <laughs> needs needs some support. Big up uh, Beth, to cool Bingo chip. Bongo. Have you ever heard of Bingo yeah. Bongo? Yeah. yeah. My no. mate did it at his wedding. It, yeah, it was amazing. At his wedding? It was insane. It was Brilliant. so fun, yeah. Yeah, it is fucking wicked. Like, yeah. for anyone who hasn't gone, it's basically bingo on steroids. So and people just go of, mental. You go in there. I know the guy, the, the guy who sort of like hosts it, who's the uh, MC. His name's Matty Powers. Big up at Matty, Matty, Matty Powers 33. Matty Bingo. Absolute Bongo legend. Powers. Matty um, Powers, what a and you like, I, I went for the first time. Dad is Austin. When I, when I was snowboarding, we turn up there and the, and, and the client that I was with, he was like, oh, bingo tonight, boys. And he was really excited. And I was just a bit like, it's just fucking bingo. Like, why are you so excited? Like, what weirdo? Turn up there and it's like, puts on some filthy drum and bass music and then he pours it. And Boom. Like, Who's ready for some fucking bingo? Like this. <laughs> That's when you do the horns. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was trying to remember which one it was. So I was the and everyone's week, so. dancing Rusty. on the chairs. There's yeah. They're throwing Cocoa Pops. There's cross-dressing <laughs> dancers. Cocoa Pops. What a thing to Wild, throw. Mate. It's, it's, there's double-ended dildos. You can win a Henry Hoover. Oh, mate, right. it's just winner Henry <laughs> with a cardboard cut out of Danny DeVito. Oh, it's, that's cool. I'd mate, be, it's yeah. just it's just insane. Uh, so Can I highly recommend it. If you haven't been, uh, check it out. So you're doing that. Hayden, what are you doing? Uh, I'm off to a place called Brilliant Corners in Dalston. It's like a Japanese fusion restaurant. They have some cool DJs on the old vinyl. Sure. The old ones and twos. <laughs> For a second, I just imagined you and Sashi standing in a corner. <laughs> Just like facing <laughs> a brilliant as, as corner. You've been told off by your mum. <laughs> <laughs> Go into the naughty corner, Aiden. Yeah, yeah, I'm used to that. Nice. Yeah. Okay. What about you, James? Oh, mate, I've been been together for too long. Valentine's Day can't be bothered. Done. Yeah, mate, it was my anniversary. Yeah, it was my anniversary <laughs> on the weekend. So what did you just sit on the sofa, you... watch movies, and fart? No, not not like that. That. no, no. They, they don't watch the, movies. No, no. <laughs> It was an eight-year eight anniversary of the weekend. So Congratulations, we, we've already celebrated. Congrats. So, you know. You got married, aren't you, mate? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Big news. If hey. Hey. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll give you something interesting, though, right? So <laughs> in, the, in the States... Yeah, I've been struggling, haven't I? But in the States, Burger King have uh, given out free Whoppers if you bring in a picture of your ex. 
Ooh. Just in the States. Yeah, I know. how annoying That's is Burger, that? Burger That's King. a brilliant Burgers. idea. <laughs> Burger King likes are nailing it, man. Like they some are, of the they? stuff they do is so good. What was the one where they were doing the last year where it was like take a picture of McDonald's like mm. on their filter and see it burning and you get a free whopper? <laughs> yeah, they they put a little like a AR filter on it, didn't they? Yeah. And he scanned it and it set it on fire and then a big whopper came down on your screen. And then you can go and get a free whopper. And then you go and get a free whopper. <laughs> I was amazing. like, this is brilliant. Smart advertising. They, well, are, they are pretty good. That whole that whole like uh, fast food group, KFC, Pizza Hut, Burger King, they they all do this very sort of like, oh, you shouldn't do that on social mm, type yeah. marketing very, yeah. very well. Yeah, it's good to see. Yeah. One they second, like I just need a swig of water. All right. Okay. Two hours later. <laughs> Is it this one? No. <laughs> That'll do. Same, same. Same, same. That'll do. Anyway, so going on to the, the main topics of the week. It's a very sports focus this week, guys. Okay. I know that do you guys play football at all? Or have done in the past? When I was a wee Five aside? Yeah, when I was a wee little kiddie, yeah. I played a bit of football. <laughs> a bit I of football. <laughs> yeah, a bit of football. <laughs> hey, doing the paddock. <laughs> I dropped my shoulders once in a game of five aside, and everyone was like, fuck me. That was amazing for someone so shit at football. What does dropping your shoulders mean? I just got past the player by dropping my shoulders. I, 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 I don't I, think I don't, you have the facilities for that big man. I don't. I don't have the <laughs> I really don't. Everyone was like, oh, he dropped his shoulders and got past fucking Alex or whatever his name was. Oh, sorry, sorry about that, Alex. You that's like, my, that's sorry about you, Alex. my football knowledge. Anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> coming on to the topic. So I used to play a bit of five-a-side, 11-a-side. You'd always be let down. Someone last minute said he couldn't play. Usually, sure. usually it'd be the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. So no one ever wants to play, do they? <laughs> so, like, like, someone would end up playing in goal. So, what Adidas have done this week, what well, was actually last week, I've created a thing called Rent a Pred. Well, like their mm. boots? No. So, yeah. it's for any five a side or 11 a side team that are struggling to, to make numbers. You, you get a predator. You can. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alien versus predator. Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Savile. I was. I did. I was. I did not want to say that. But anyway, they've created this thing called Renter Fred, which is not Renter Predator. James, I don't know if I can do this, man. It's. It's. Uh, it's. If you're struggling for a player, you send in a message to this WhatsApp group, and you'll get sent one of the best players in London or of all time to turn up and play for your team. So, people such as Kaka mm. have been called up. Emmy Luco, which is one of she was a, oh, yeah. this topic was going to be so good as well, and Daniel Humphreys just had to just ruin it with his Here filth. Comedy Valley. So anyway, this Come happened last week. Together, man. This happened last week for a yeah. few days. <laughs> yeah. oh, let me just go back into the topic. <laughs> if you hated Uncle Albert Miller, are struggling for a football player to join your five side team, you could have you could have sent in a text to the hotline. Hey, that's cool. And you could have said, look. Uncle Albert Miller, struggling for Rodney and Delboy this week. Can I have a trigger? <laughs> Can and I have a trigger? <laughs> and then they sent someone in. You could have got <laughs> Trigger, yeah. who, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, Kaka, uh, the F2 freestylers. Oh, Kaka. Is this the thing about Hackney? Yes, it fucking Aye. is. Boo, 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 yes, boo. <laughs> right, so Kaka got sent to play at a five-a-side team. Turned up to play at Hackney. I saw one clip, which is hilarious. So Kaka's on the ball. And um, like one of the lads is like, Kaka, square it, square it. <laughs> and all the comments are like, why are you telling Kaka, one of the best players <laughs> of all time, to square it? And Kaka basically runs on, pings it, top pins. <laughs> and, then, and then everyone's like, yeah. And then the other guy's a bit like, ah. <laughs> but it's so funny. It's like, Kaka, square it, mate. But anyway, Football this happened for, for like a few days last week. Mm. And I want to ask you guys, 
if you were like one of the best footballers, which you definitely are, you basically you, you can sign up to be one of these players as well. So anyone so can anyone sign up. Can sign up. Yeah, so you could have got called up to go and play in Hackney. You could have got players to go and play in like Millwall. I don't know. What would your profile be? Because you have to describe yourself as like a footballer, not the McCanns. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Dan's just been sat there waiting for his opportunity <laughs> to come in and oh. be like. I'm yes, going to be the prime predator. <laughs> which which line is your mic on, Dan? Please <laughs> <laughs> mute you for a little bit. Hayden, what would your profile be? Uh, I think I think I'm the guy that's all the gear, no idea. Yeah, like I come in looking the part, but probably couldn't mm. kick a ball to save my life. <laughs> so you definitely would not be getting picked. <laughs> I'm, I, I, yeah, if it was in the, on a serious note, I'd be like sort of like aggressive defence. <laughs> I'm just like that guy just like hangs around hacking the shins where I can hacking yeah. with his head <laughs> <laughs> big up James's dad because yes. I have no no real football skill so two left feet as I would describe it fair enough how's the uh, just to just interrupt the topic how's because you said all the gear no idea how's the boxing training going for the, the fight uh, I actually tried to have a little go yesterday um, I felt like I was like, right, I'm going to get in the ring and have a little box and some guy punched me square in the ear. So <laughs> <laughs> now I can't hear anything out my right ear at the moment and I should have worn a head guard. Sorry? Nice. Nice one. Oh, uh, no, do you know what's actually going on? Right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. Uh, it's, it, yep. I tell you what, it's a lot harder than I ever thought it was going to be. We did a couple classes, didn't we, through the week mm-hmm. last week. And then on Saturdays, they do a strength and conditioning class. That's the, that's the bitch. That, that thing there is next level. There was yeah. something like 10 exercises per circuit, three circuits, and you got like th- between 10 and 30 seconds b- between each one and then into the next, and it was just relentless. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, hard work, hard work. How's it going for you, Dan? Yeah, feeling pretty confident, actually. Yeah? Yeah, um, trying to go for... Apparently, there's a, there's a champion. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to find out who that is. I want to take him on. Take him on. Go for that alpha male position. The alpha male position. So if, if you beat the champ, do you get a belt? I hope so. I don't think he does. Some sort of, at least some sort of like medallion. You get a chocolate coin. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate coin. Uh, I'll be happy with that. <laughs> anyway, staying on the topic of football, mm-hmm. just to continue the theme of sport, Gillette, Raheem Sterling, have any of you guys seen anything about this? Yeah, uh, I did. I haven't seen anything about Gillette since they did that anti-male advert. Or you mean the Me Too one? The Me Too anti-misogynist it wasn't uh, advert. It got loads of backlash because it was basically like, men, you need to be better. But Toxic mate, masculinity yeah. is what they were trying to combat and what they ended up doing is... Putting everyone off. It was a big sort of like Nike situation with... Um, I don't know if it was that. It was that same sort of... They tried to be like that and, they, and it just went a bit south. Yeah, it didn't get the... the, the the same reaction as the Nike did. The Nike was, was this last year positive. Yeah, this was last year. Was overall negative. Yeah, and they used year. the hashtag Me Too to be inclusive in terms of uh, where people have been affected, and for you to, it's okay to cry and talk to people, and yeah, lots of things like that. Really, and I don't think they needed to to go that way. Yeah, I they think could have done more empowerment as opposed to. Mm. It just uh, it just had like a, a a sort of overtone of you know if you shave you're probably a dick. So <laughs> it's like, everyone was like, oh, well, I shave. I would Do agree I, with I that. Stop, should <laughs> I stop shaving? Like, <laughs> I didn't see it, so I have to check that out. But anyway, Raheem Sterling took over from Thierry Henry as the face of Gillette last year. 
which is massive. Which is, was Thierry Henry still the face of Gillette? Like, yeah, he's fair he's play done a long old stint. Yeah, dude, he's he's smashed that, hasn't he? He's, he's been well. there for a very long time. But yeah, Raheem Sterling it took over last year, and he's just come up, not come up. They've started a campaign which is called "Made of What Matters." Okay, um, which is I think for Raheem Sterling as a footballer, I don't know if you. Guys are into football as much as I am, but I we've few, been over this one a few years ago. Sorry, just keep t- just saying <laughs> that. A few years ago, Raheem Sterling, uh, he was literally slaughtered in the press. Yeah, he did. He had a really hard time. Didn't he, he he was getting slaughtered for everything, not only because of his performances weren't great, but some of the off the field stuff. The press were just jumping on him like everything he was doing was the worst thing in the world. And the one thing which I think turned the corner for him was when he got absolutely crucified for the tattoo that he had in his leg. Oh, so, an, it was a gun, isn't it? Yeah, so he oh, got... AK-47 or something. He got that, a yeah. tattoo of an AK-47 on his leg and the whole all the press like jumped on him and going, oh my God, look at this. He's supporting like gun crime and all this sort of stuff. He's absolutely... Like, he's not an icon for kids. In reality, the truth of the, the gun tattoo was because when he was two, his dad got gunned down in Kingston and got shot by in like Jamaica. a... Yeah. yeah, he got shot and killed. So he said uh, something like, the tattoo has a lot more meaning than what people actually know. Like, I mm. shoot with my right foot and it signifies like, my dad getting gunned down when I was like two years old. Yeah. So it's like, him staying away from guns. It's actually yeah. the opposite way. Yeah. So he got absolutely vilified for like this tattoo that no one really knew the meaning of. And then he came out and said that. And it suddenly just twigged a, twigged a corner and everyone just realised everything in the press that people were saying about him which is completely false. Yeah. And they were just jumping on him because his well, performance... Press, press never do that, do they? <laughs> yeah, <just> jump the <laughs> gun. Yeah. It's all. column inches though, right? You know, they're just there to try and... Or clickbait. Yeah, and I think the reason he... he I think he had a pretty bad season in terms of football-wise because mm. he'd had this big money move from Liverpool to Man City which was like, I don't know, 60 million. And Not a lot then. He'd, he'd, <laughs> I think... He'd, he'd not left Liverpool in the best way because they thought he was a money grabber just going to Man City because, you know, that's, at that time Man City would just throw money at players. Um, and at the Euros, I think it was Euros or World Cup, he didn't perform well at all. Well, I, th- mm. I think we were talking about, well, I was talking to, about this with someone the other day and it, was, it wasn't that he had a completely shocking tournament. I think there might have been maybe one or two chances mm. that he missed and they just said, well, due to those two things... You're like the worst player. Every, every, the press hammered. always need a scapegoat, don't they? Yeah, he got hammered for that. I yeah, think that whole the whole gun thing as well was um, when like Sandy Hook was going on and the the uh, US election was around, so the NRA was quite vocal and there was a lots of anti-gun sentiment right. in the media at the time. So right. it was just really poor timing. Well, they were, do you know what I think? I think it's it's racial. That's what it is. Yeah. They're looking at him, going, "You're a young black male." in the UK and people look up to you and they don't bring you down somehow. Yeah. And it just seems to be that, you know, because he put a gun tattoo on his leg, oh, he must be like supporting. Yeah. He must be advocating that. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's, that's what this Mm. whole thing kind of is. When you look at all of the press he's had up until now, Mm. there's a, it's a strong link. There's what's a lot of like as a footballer. Like, what what sort of world ranking has he got? Is he, oh, is he the, like the world last, class? The last like, like couple of years, especially last season, this season, he's improved dramatically. Uh, he's scoring a lot of goals, a lot of assists. He's yeah. one of the best players in the Premier is he, League. Is he? Is he like where David Beckham was when he first started doing it? Was he where I'd Thierry Henry was? In terms of like ability wise, 
like sheer ability in terms of like actually going past players and scoring goals. He's he's a lot better than Beckham because Beckham was mainly just to put it put it in the box and get it in someone's head kind of guy. He never he never really ran past players. Mm. Um, he was a free kick guy, and, free he, kick and he was guy. more into assists as well. But he'll like now I think because the. Euros this year, he'll be the one of the main guys for England. Like him and Harry Kane will be like one of the main players. Yeah. I think that, that like his performance changes have actually like just drastically changed what everyone actually thinks about him. And I think one thing that I changed, like my opinion, changed about Raheem Sterling was when he actually started doing YouTube vlogs. I've not seen so, these. Like I don't like Man City because I support Man United, but I don't <laughs> like I don't like hate players. Right. But I, I I had this impression of Raheem Sterling that he wasn't a nice guy at all because of what you see you see in the sure. press. But when he started doing YouTube vlogs, you actually see that he's a big family guy. He's got three kids. He like loves football. He, do, he does a lot for the community. His his wife's he's been with for, I don't know, 10 years or whatever. Um, and he was doing vlogs like KSI and the Sidemen and all those, and doing like fun challenges. And he came across like a genuine, nice lad. Yeah, cool. Not what everyone thought about him. Um, so anyway, going back to this campaign, I'm just going to read a, a little bit about what it says. So the campaign is called Made of What Matters. And it's about Man City star and global ambassador Raheem Sterling using football as a platform to inspire and mentor the next generation. Okay. So it features short highlights of Raheem's actions on and off the pitch, from winning over his critics to becoming one of the most revered footballers in England um, and taking a public stance against discrimination and prejudice within the game. So essentially this guy is like a face of... <laughs> Sounds like the right direction Gillette, yeah. Gillette's taking there. Yeah, and they've <coughs> they've definitely learned from than last year. alienating their whole customer base. Yeah. And the other thing that Gillette are doing is they're involved in a, a youth education charity called Football Beyond Borders, oh, which works uh, with thousands of students every single week um, in a partnership with different schools across London and Essex. Uh, I think it's more about getting more qualified coaches and stuff into football, but I'm not, I'm not too sure about that. I might have just been... I think it's a yeah. The, the, it's about going beyond borders. So it's yeah. no matter what your color. I think it's more about like race, creed, whatever, whatever it might be. It's creating about, role models. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's bringing people together, like within the advert. So I, I watched this yesterday. <clears throat> within the advert, it's talking. He references the fact that he gets a lot of uh, racial abuse when yeah. when on the pitch, and a lot of players do. All around the world, but in the Premier well, League, he, still he had it in Serbia. Was it Serbia? I don't know if it was Serbia, but it was a or Hungary. Sorry, I don't think it's. I think it might have been Hungary, where the England players got really racially abused by yeah, the it fans. Was it's quite bad. It's quite bad. There's a few countries in that sort of Eastern Europe area. Yeah. I think it was Hungary because get a lot the, of the coach. I think the Hungarian coach like said he didn't hear it, but it was heard on like all of the TV. Yeah, you could. TV it's shows. so bad, isn't it? It's still, it's still happening nowadays. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's, well, it's, it's got, it's got worse over the last like year, year or so. Do you, you think it's got worse or do you think it's where, where it's now more known? Think, you know, where, where the media just, can I think there's just more of a spot. I think there's just yeah. more of a spotlight on it. Well, I don't know because at football <laughs> grounds for like years, you didn't hear anything. But now I never seems, remember hearing any of it. It seems to be every few weeks you're hearing about something like there was that stuff in the week about the, the league of football manager who's got a, a Japanese player on, on loan. Oh yeah. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to say what he did, but to get his attention, he, I, don't, I can't really describe it because it's, it's, you just, it's, if you've got, you got to watch it or read about it. You need to read about yeah, it. Yeah, how yeah, he it got was really bad. One, yeah. so but that's, that's not yeah. even, that's not even the fans. That's a coach. That, that's the right. coach. Oh really? Coach. Yeah. So this, this is like, it's acceptable to be this way. And the worst, the worst one was when it was Lukaku who played for Man United and Chris Smalling who also played for Man United, got sold. So Lukaku went to Inter Milan, Chris Smalling went to Roma, and the Italian press ran, <laughs> ran a headline, which is when Inter were playing Roma, which was called Black Friday. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. The, how, like, do you, how do you get that like, the, the Italian press? the Italian press have, have got quite a um, they don't a give a, a reputation f- for that yeah. they don't care well that's what it seems like, how, you would never get away Race, with that racism hit. in football there is next level yeah. like, I just think that's mad level. why though no idea Let's be honest. Most like a lot of the best players are international players. So like, it's um, like, how do you remember you... the do you remember the player Paolo Di Canio? No. So he used to play for West Ham, and he was a bit of a cult hero there. And towards the end of his career, he went back to Italy, um, and he played for Lazio. And Lazio's fan base are notoriously like right wing because of Mussolini. And uh, <laughs> Paolo Di Canio went up to the the fans and gave like a, a sikal, like a proper Nazi salute to them. No way. Oh, yeah. really? Just rile them so up. So there's like Have a bit of that. There is like racism. <laughs> racism in Italian football runs deep. Deep, yeah, that's crazy, yeah. man. Um, but anyway, I think for getting back to Raheem Sterling, I think it's a, it's amazing from him being perceived as this villain and hardcore person that's not in it for the anything other than money. Yeah, to come round and become the face of Gillette is is pretty amazing, and to be actually. Someone who's fighting for the good rather than people think he's fighting about. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, good I for him. I think the advert's a bit naff, if I'm honest. The advert isn't great. Do yeah. you know they had a real opportunity? <laughs> no, do you know what it is? But it's just all of that. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's a shit advert. Well, though. no, the, the, the message behind it and what he stands for right. as a person and where they're going <laughs> is, is absolutely bang mm. on. And it needs to be like more prevalent. But yeah. the problem is the advert, <clears throat> I think they were a bit worried about maybe how they did stuff last year mm. just felt a little bit wet. It, it comes across they, could, they had a strong. real opportunity to yeah, really yeah. just hammer that but they kind of they had to take a step back I think it comes across as like a I don't know that's just a bog standard Nike ad yeah a little bit yeah it's, it's like there's so much messaging behind it but it doesn't come across any more than like Nike when they're selling a new football boot if, yeah. you, if you understand right. what I'm trying to say I also think as well, like with, with those sort of brands, if they stepped away from people having to shave, yeah, and just stood like we're going to back a message, they would do so much better. Like we all know what Gillette is. You mm. don't need to have someone shaving to understand what Gillette is really um, and and have Raheem, you know, stepping forward and have that message. And yeah. like with the football beyond borders thing, just, they're smashing I'd it. I'd have like. to disagree. I just don't see how... You know, there is a limit to how inspiring a razor can be. That's yeah. my point. You don't need the razor in the advert. You you need well, the message. You need to know if it's got seven or eight blades. <laughs> yeah. If it's got if it's cruise got control pulse, or... Pulsing yeah, yeah. fucking vibrator at the end of it. <laughs> All right, then. So what's the next topic, James? <laughs> um, well, we, what we might do now is we might, we might go into Lloyd's Corner. Um, <coughs> oh, yeah, my favourite part. Let's have a look. Three, Three two, one. With Mobile World Congress on the horizon, what is your favourite ever mobile phone? I'll tell you what, Lloyd, that's the worst Lloyd's Corner. <laughs> can we just I've, point I've out? I've been a part of. That's not even a filter, that's his own clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd's like, oh, I can get so, my fancy dress box out. This, this might be a, a quick a quick answer, guys. What's your favourite mobile phone ever? Uh, I I never owned one, um, but I remember it. I remember being at but school. But that kid around the everyone, corner. <laughs> everyone had these Sony Ericssons. Like, oh, the Walkman ones. The Walkman ones, yeah. And uh, one, you could like share songs in it via Bluetooth yeah, and cool. other things. And there was a game of Snake on it, which was like Snake Extreme. Yeah. And I just, remember, one, I just remember like three or four of the kids at school having this phone 
and me being like, oh, can I have a go? And they'd be like, oh, get your own phone, Dan. And so I've like always wanted that phone. <laughs> we'll get you one for next week. So yeah, I'm sure I can find one on eBay. I think I've got one in my drawer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Well, I want it. Give it. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> Done. Hayden, what's your favourite phone ever? Um, I think the everyone's, everyone, but the Nokia 32 or 3310 was a kind of staple point. Yeah. What, the indestructible one? The indestructible one. The buttons were in the right place and Snake yeah. was an unbelievable game. I used to play that every day on yeah, the way to school. Yeah, anything with Snake on it, just like, yeah. it's legit good. But I'd say off of that, you know, that's the standard one. Motorola, is it the Razor? Do you remember that one? The, what was the one from the Matrix? Flip. The Flip one. No, I remember. The, the Flip one was cool, but there was the one from the Matrix, the black one that had the little slidey thing. Oh, it's sli- it's And I didn't care if the phone was on or off. Like, who gave? Who really gave a fuck? It was just... Slide up Yeah. <laughs> anyway, gunslinging. Carry on. I think I, I think my first phone was a Motorola. It was about as big as this podcaster. <laughs> it was massive. And my mum came back from like Tesco's with it. And goes, here's your new phone. And I was like, Ooh, thank oh, thank you. Re- that reminds me actually. I uh, <laughs> I'll keep it in my pocket. I went I went I went to Croatia and lost my phone. And I came and I came back and I didn't have enough money to buy a new phone. Right. But I had a Samsung tablet. Which had a SIM card slot in it. So I put a SIM card You're basically carrying around. And, like. I, and I literally, <laughs> I literally had a phone this big, and everyone and I would, I had, I wore these trousers which had a pocket big enough to put. They it. blue bolt jeans. And uh, every time my phone would ring, I'd like get it out and I'd be like, "Hello, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Trigger Happy yeah, TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, at work." <laughs> um, anyway, Lloyd, thank you for an awful Lloyd's question of the week. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, just do better next time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you suck. That's, that's, that's for you, Lloyd. Anyway, coming on to our final topic of the week, we're going to talk about influencers. Oh, wonderful. Ooh. so the dirty word the dirty word that is influencers so there's been a lot of uh stuff in the press this week about influencers promoting certain things um such as drinking no water as dan takes a sip of water (laughs) so there's been certain um influences in the in the in the news this week that have been suddenly a kind of big thing where they've said they've stopped drinking water so, like, the headlines are influencers stop drinking water. Um, and what these influencers are saying, <laughs> what these influencers are saying is that they don't drink water anymore. They get their water from other sources, such as watermelons, <laughs> fruit, Water-rich foods. Water-rich <laughs> foods. Yeah, water-rich <laughs> foods. Um, like cucumbers. Ju- jelly. Yeah. <laughs> jelly. <laughs> so, there's one person who says that they have not drank any water in, in a year. She's a wellness influencer, right? So I, I saw this. It is massively dangerous, especially oh, yeah. because she's a wellness influencer. But not only that, it's because Instagram is like, it portrays You've got lots of young, mental minds on there that just soak up anything. Yeah. And to say, like, don't drink water, people are going to fucking... People are going to do it that don't actually understand what these guys are saying. So some people might say 90% of, I've stopped drinking water. So that means they're not going to drink any water at all. So like people follow that, they might just not drink anything <laughs> or have, anything, find that have anything that has any water content in it. Um, it is just massively bizarre that it's even allowed on Instagram because the mental health implications of people going on there, not only because they see people who look amazing 99.9% right. of the time, right. but they, they follow what these people say. Can I, can I chuck something back at you then? Go on. 
I love a bit of this. Go on. I, I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but like for me, I, I totally get it. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And this is one thing people need to be careful of is, of course, most of the people that are on social media and are promoting certain wellness topics, fitness requirements, dietary people are not dietitians. They're yeah. not doctors. They're not, most of them are not qualified. Some are personal trainers mm. and they'll have that level of, of knowledge. The others aren't. My point is though, is that why is it any different from picking up fucking newspaper and there's someone like, you know, there's, there's movie stars, you know, and there's like people living these lavish lives. And then it was, there was always this thing about Mars bars will give you cancer. Don't eat Mars bars. <laughs> yeah. And then pregnant women could eat Mars bars because it's got chocolate in and that's good for you. And it's like, it's just yeah. constant bollocks in no, circles. Yeah. What, what it's they, just like, I don't think as much as people want to slam Instagram and slam mm. influencers. The thing is with, with, with social media and influencer work is it's now got a real regulatory board that monitor everything that goes on, right? But you don't get that with newspapers or magazines where they can print anything they like <laughs> and it's complete yeah. and utter lies. Like, I'm like, how it, it just hacks me off well, that well, it's the in thing, between thing the is two. That there is a regulatory board, but it, it happens a year they like they go down this process oh was it fact or was it fiction when it when it turns out it was fiction and it was a lie they all the papers have to do is is apologize i think what or pay a small fine yeah they, they actually just and put, it's a, a they year change, later when no one cares yeah they just like if they do it online as well i know this if if stuff's printed online so printed but posted online if they're then found out for it to be incorrect all they have to do at the very bottom is just write one line that it wasn't correct they don't they don't actually have to take the article down yeah. they don't change it so I'm like, how is... I think, I think what people are saying is that because these influencers are using it and they're tagging, they're, they're tagging like hashtag wellness, hashtag no water, they feel like they're using it to actually mask some sort of eating disorder. Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's what a lot of people are saying. Um, because when... I, I'm not going to go into that because <laughs> it's just a, it's a next level topic. But I think because everyone on Instagram, they always post them looking their best. Sure. They never show the bad. So mm. like these people that are promoting this wellness lifestyle of drinking no water when science does say well, you should drink a certain amount of water the woman per day. Who, what do you who do was when you're dehydrated? Up, the, you should, the woman yeah. who was facing up the article, right. she actually looked really unhealthy. I'm not going to lie. Mm. She was that, like overly it, tanned, like <laughs> really skinny. Because like that's really what skinny. happens when you drink water. Well, she looked like she, she probably will get skin cancer at some point. Like that's what I mean. Like she's like, she did not look healthy. Yeah. Um, but there is. I tried to find out what it what it was, um, but I couldn't find it. But there is there is there is an actual mental um, condition, like a sort of uh, uh, disorder, a bit like OCD. I, I can't remember what the actual name is. Um, but you say you get like marketing ads, which yeah, I can't think of one right now. But for, say for example, you know, it was like you had like a butter ad that said like so good that you could just eat it. There's that like in in advertising. There's like a little law that says you have to like put like a little star, and then in the fine print says like don't actually eat a whole tub <laughs> of butter because there are people out there with a condition. If they read something like that, they'll, they'll just do, do it. it. I don't think it's a condition. I just think some people. No, he said, no, there, bit, no, there is there is actually a condition out no, there. So when so when people are do it when and that's the problem with. Um, Instagram and, and, and social media where it's unregulated, if you there there are people who will read this stuff from someone that they trust and they'll actually go out and do it. And that, and that's the scary thing. If people are going, Oh, you know, they're promoting a, a waterless, you know, mm. diet, the water's pretty 
This is one of, what, what she says is that she says, <laughs> I think her name was Alice. She said, um, I don't believe water hydrates you, just cleanses. That was her quote. <sighs> you can't fix stupid, can you? That's kind of what I'm leaning towards. You've, you said it. It's trust. You trust people. And that's the other thing. It's like there's so many. You don't know something, let's say, until you've either done it or you know someone that's experienced it, right? So the, this whole idea of, of there being a condition, no, it's it's bollocks. It's mm. just you've not tried to not drink water. I Anyone that wants to do it, I said, give yourself a couple, give yourself a day. Try not to drink water for a day and see how you feel. Coming on to that. That's just So I'm going to go. Sorry, but. So the day, drinking day of water. So there's a guy online that, we, I, I sort of, I sort of know who he, who he is. Um, guy called Tim Sheaf. He used to be a world championship uh, free runner, so he was one of the best free runners, parkour guys in the world. A few years ago, he suddenly just went into militant vegan mode, and he called himself the Vegan Prince. Right, so he went, he went from being a meat eater to being the most militant vegan you could meet. He was the one who probably started a lot of the the fire for it in the UK. Um, right. And he went through like years and years of preaching of like how it's better for you, how it does this, 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 and this. He got worse and worse and worse. He went from like being a vegan to drinking his own piss. That's, <laughs> so, that's, that's mad. So he was experimenting with all sorts of different things. And then he went another stage where he goes, okay, maybe I can cut out food. So he's got a big following as well, right? He's probably got like half a million followers on Instagram, maybe 200K on, on YouTube. And he was vlogging this whole thing, right? So he went 30 days on a water fast. So he did 30 days just on water, right? He must have been hungry. If you look at from, from day one to day 30, <clears throat> the change of his body is just horrible. It is, it is insane. And after that, the interesting thing is, is that he went back to eating meat because after doing that cleanse, he felt so ill from just like eating normal well he products. starved himself from 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 like eating <laughs> from going back from going back to his vegan diet he went back to like a, a meat eating diet and said that it's like helped him and he's now back eating meat but that is again someone who's got a huge following who's been a massive face in the movement for mm. vegans in the UK it's probably Europe and the world actually because he went around the world giving talks he's gone from promoting that to then trying to do 30 mm. days just drinking water. Like well, Joe, Joe Rogan lot, it's, it's massively dangerous for, like, for people. Who, again, as you said, people who watch that might go, okay, I'm, I'm going to try that. But it's yeah, like a science experiment though, right? So, he's actually gone through the motions. <clears throat> he's a fitness. He's well, you know, he's, he's in fantastic physique, probably mentally and physically, and he thought he'd try some things out. And he's come back full circle. Yeah. he's yeah. He hasn't, I don't think by the sounds of it, gone, no one should eat food. Everyone should just drink water. <laughs> he just documented his journey through that process and came to a conclusion. Is, That's quite different you from should, you should being see, an advocate. You should for, see the person he was before he became a vegan right. to the person he was when he did that water fast. It's a completely different just personality. Like, it's just like, crazy. Gone. Yeah, it's a bit silly, really. Uh, Joe Rogan did a um, carnivore sort of month, world carnival month. They, it runs exactly the same mm. time as Veganuary. <laughs> and there was a bit of a storm because everyone was like, oh, why are you promoting just eating meat, right? Because that's, that, that's the premise of it. Just eat lean meat. Yeah. Um, what, no veg, no nuts. No, no veg, no starch. It's what, even for breakfast? Steak, lunch, dinner? Yep, steak, bacon, you know, 
you, the lot. Like if it's lean meat, you you eat it, and you, you eat the, the fat trimmings and stuff like that. And not that lean then. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you, there's a variance of, of yeah, it, but. Yeah. Anyway, so he he started off and he was like, I'm doing this for you know, as a scientific experiment to see if it makes me feel p- better. Some of the people that he gets on his podcast, you know, they advocate the diet. So he's like, I want to like sort of be a guinea pig to yeah. it. Um, as everyone's going, like, it's pretty much the opposite way. I want to see what it can do for me. And he's a very sort of like athletic, you know, mm. um, built built guy. And, uh, you know, he, he says at first it was terrible. Like he was getting like serial diarrhea. I can um, imagine. It was just like... It, 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 the wind as well. It <laughs> was just, he said it was just awful. Um, he felt better apart, but the diarrhea was just, just, just horrid. Um, but then he said like his, his gut eventually adapted. And after like sort of like after the 30 days... He just felt so much better. So had so much more energy. You know, he was able to build mm. muscle. His his joints didn't hurt. His back pain went. Like all of these different things, and it's just like it, it, meat definitely should be part of our diet. Mm. You know, on, on a scientific. You never basis. really know them. People you can get protein and stuff from other sources. You know, but there are things like amino acids in meat and like you know the building blocks of life that you don't really get in other sources the one of thing, plant-based The one thing I always think from when people say, oh, I felt so much better after doing it. But like, it might just be a placebo effect of saying, could oh, be. yeah, my it back feels be, better. Yeah. But does it? I think there's an argument for both. And every, you know, you're saying he had problems. And the argument you always see for being pescatarian, vegetarian, vegan, is the fact that actually your joints do feel better and you have better sleep and... Your mm. stomach isn't so acidic, so it doesn't have to draw calcium out of the bones to neutralize it. And there's lots of things like yeah. that that you know are really helpful. And it seems that from his experience, he got the same benefits of not eating meat. Mm. So it's kind of maybe it's more not about as a whole group. Maybe some people's bodies are better adapted 100%. to mm. consuming. Because even just if you look at eating meat it takes something like an hour and a half for the body to start digesting or something like that. Whereas vegetables and plant-based foods, it only takes, it's less than an hour. So in terms of like sitting in your stomach and consumption rates and things, you could say that it would probably be better to eat more vegetables than it would meat. But I don't think there's a substitute. Talking about eating meat, Tommy Fury. This is good You big guys have been talking about this. I have no this idea is, what you're on about. This is just to finish off this topic about influencers and meat eating, essentially. So I actually saw this uh, post because uh, my girlfriend showed it to me on the train to work. It got posted in like her, her girls, girls group because <laughs> they all watch Love Island and stuff. And he was on Love Island last year. So it was a screenshot that went in and it was like, what the fuck is this? And uh, I looked at it and I was like, let me have a look at that. Looked at his Instagram and it's his caption that it's 100% not written by him. Like 100% yeah, it's got, not they're all great. They're written, all written, written by ways. Tommy Fury. Anyway, cap, the, the picture's him <laughs> sat on the, on the table with like a packet of um, meat-free nuggets. And then he's got his patch on his arm, right? Like a, like a nicotine patch. Like a nicotine patch on his what? arm. Just so the, the caption is uh, something like, <laughs> I'm not the best cook um, and I'd like to uh, try and reduce my, the amount of meat I eat, <laughs> but I still get massive cravings. <laughs> so, to, so to suppress my cravings, I'm now using, I can't remember what brand it was. What's the brand? 
Um, I don't know, I've got it written down here. Um, strong, strong Roots. It's called Strong Roots. It's a patch from Strong Roots, and it says, to suppress my cravings, I've now got these meat patches. <laughs> and like, <laughs> Sorry, I've been trying to contain a meat patch. It's so, you need, we're going we're gonna to put this on screen oh now, like on screen. So Z, make sure you have this post on screen now. Um, but the comments are just like, Tommy, what the fuck are you doing? And then next one's like, these guys, they'll do anything for money now. They? Like this, he absolutely got slated for it. So meat patches, what do we think? Would you? <laughs> Is this a bit like the TikTok thing? You know, where you could taste some I of thought it was a joke. April Fool's in early Feb. It's yeah, not. Like, I, went, I actually clicked through to the brand. <laughs> I clicked through to the brand. Right. They're verified on Instagram. They're fully fledged. Um, they sell meat patches. But they also sell like meat-free products as well. So with a meat patch, do you, do we know if you're consuming certain chemical, like no I don't idea. know, minerals? We probably energy? should look to that more. Yeah, that's just, like, like, just, <laughs> just like a fucking slab of pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Let, me, let me try and find it now. Just walking around with with flank steak on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> so look, oh, look, my arms so are pigs in blanket. <laughs> oh, so Dan, I'm showing you the picture here. That's what he's got in his arm there. What it's a got a twat. so if people can't see that on the screen or on James's phone, twat. it's two twat. pieces of bacon. Yeah, well, like a skull. And it looks yeah, it's like a skull and crossbone, but it's bacon with a circle, red circle, and a line through it. Is that right? Two yeah, streaks of much, bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like a warning patch. <laughs> I, what, what warning? Bellend. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. I'm gonna have a look. let me just Predator. get their website. Up. <laughs> oh. I'm craving a bit of pie, a bit of pork pie. Go on, gun, get the fucking patch. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to... Uh, yeah. No, just... Well, it's weird, isn't it? Because nicotine patches, it's a chemical that can you you absorb through your skin. That's how that nicotine. works. <laughs> yeah, nicotine, right? That's what I mean. So, so that there, there's a science behind that. I'm not sure what you're meant to consume to get rid of your yeah. craving of meat. Because it's not always like... The, the what you get from it it's the chewing and the taste and the texture you're not going to get yeah, that feeling flavor, yeah. through like a pork pie patch <laughs> it actually oh. just attaches a pork pie to <laughs> I'm just trying to find find well, the actual product it, oh, here maybe uh, what was her name cream. what was that singer that walked on stage covered in slabs of meat uh, Lady Gaga Lady Gaga she maybe wore a, she started this she wore off. a dress maybe didn't she maybe it's her brand I can't find she it on the website. She started off wearing, was it pork <sighs> chops or something? That's enough internet for, for one day. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> trying, I'm trying to find... It's just got 10 a.m. I'm trying to How find it online, that, but I can't, seem to, I so can't quick, seem to... So should find. we try and get some meat patches? Should we just try and get them out and just see what they're like? Yeah, that's, I, I'd well, try to look on their website week. then if I could find some, but I couldn't find any. But it is a, it's absolutely ridiculous. I reckon ridiculous. we've all been done. Yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's just that's just silly. I think it's a brilliant idea. Look at it; it's a great piece of marketing. The guy's eating uh, no meat nuggets, yeah, and he's basically like, "Yeah, it's just a symbol. Why it's not. Imagine it's not if, an actual but, patch. Like, imagine if we actually all have been done, and this is just some big like marketing ploy. Yeah, that's no, what no, I mean. No, that's brilliant. No, I haven't been done. <laughs> I don't believe this. I can't wait to see <laughs> you with a meat patch on your arm next. I remember Dan walking up and going. That's a piece of ham. <laughs> Dan's going to come in covered in like 50 meat patches. <laughs> Suppressing my cravings. <laughs> anyway. Um, I, do get, I do get meat cravings, that's for sure. Yeah. Anyway, I think uh, we've done a solid innings again, guys. We spoke for too long. <laughs> and You need the countdown on this, don't we're you? We're very good at waffle. The yeah. first one, I wanted to get past it because you dirtied it. Your Jimmy Savile comment. By the way, one I'll of the funniest things ever on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you missed. That was so bad. Yeah, well, yeah, now, you, now you it's gone. <laughs>
I don't think you have the facilities <laughs> anyway, for that, right. big man. See you later, guys. Podcast Peace. is done. Peace.